0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Funeral Nation episode 147. I'm Ryan Thogmartin. That guy is Jeff, the Funeral Commander Harbison, who is, I mean, Jeff, you've been in back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back seminars over the last couple days and weeks.
1: Yes, it has been. It's been really busy, kind of crazy, and you've been doing the same thing from presentation for education and training and I think that would be a good subject for us to talk about today absolutely well before we get there part of the training and seminar that I do involves financials and also getting paid for your funeral funeral isn't over until you get paid and the only way I see to do it is with CNJ financial so let's talk about Jamie and his crew for just a second
2: What payment method do you prefer families use for your goods and services? Most funeral homes and cemeteries prefer cash check or credit card over life insurance as the preferred method of payment. However, families who use life insurance are able to purchase the funeral service of their choice and spend 31% more on your goods and services. By encouraging more families to pay with insurance, you can create a better experience for the family and become more profitable without increasing your call volume. The reason most firms prefer cash check or credit card over life insurance is that insurance companies are a hassle to deal with, and payment can often take weeks or months to receive. With C&J Financial, you can receive funding within 24 hours of verification of benefit, thereby eliminating the hassle, headache, and cash flow delay in processing insurance death claims. Let us show you why hundreds of funeral homes all across America choose C&J for their assignment funding needs, and why many associations, accounting firms, and industry leaders Recommend C and J to their clients and members.
0: All right, good stuff, Commander. So uh, we're going to talk about education and training, which is cool because you and I get to kind of run the circuit and do training at different seminars and things. But you do a lot of in-house training. We do a lot of training Mm -hmm. through webinars and video content, and. Then I, I got contacted this morning by a funeral home that's part of a, a kind of a study group of other funeral directors, and there's education that way. So last week, I got to spend a couple days with the Messenger sales team, so Messenger Stationery, right. with their comp- sales meeting and training down in Orlando, which was awesome. Got to present uh, some social media content to them, and it's really cool to see how, on the vendor side, it, I mean, every salesperson is trying to elevate their own social media game as well as mm-hmm. just their sheer understanding of social media so they can have something valuable outside of what they do day to day to talk with funeral homes about and get their funeral home customers engaged and online because it's such a huge part of business um, and, and the way business is done today. But you know, give me an idea of what the foresight companies are doing with some of your in-house. I call them micro seminar trainings, but but I mean right. this is more of a crash course, hands-on, not you know some leisure time with a wine tour. Like this is actual training.
1: It's actually hard work. Uh, our main focus, or what we had this week, uh, I just finished off on, is boot camp, a uh, funeral financial boot camp. This is significantly different from what anyone else does in the industry because there's homework. We get the financials from the funeral home, and then we help the funeral home fill in certain criteria that we use for data points for where they're sitting now as a funeral home. When they come in, we explain to them all the data points, the information they need to understand about their overheads and expenditures and taxes and how to write a budget. Uh, we look at their pricing, how their pricing affects their bottom line.
0: And that bottom line, so, you talk about profit, right? that That's what yeah, the bottom there's line okay.
1: is. Yeah, that comes into profit. Uh, for instance, we, uh, we talk about things that people don't like to talk about. Basically, if your non declinable uh, funeral charge is more than your cremation charge, that's wrong because the burial families are subsidizing the families that are choosing cremations. We go through a litany of things uh, at this seminar where we're doing things, hold on, the phone's ringing, they will have to wait. Um, at this seminar from human resources, we also talk about geography with uh, insights from who's in their particular uh, area. We, and, and that's from clients to competition We do other things uh, like I conduct a uh, account receivable uh, training. And the interesting thing that I find that's lacking in our funeral business, there's a lot of education going out here, but there's very little training. And because training to me, there has to be a standard of either proficiency or not. Mm -hmm. And so from our standpoint here at the foresight companies, we just don't want to educate you. We want to train you. We want you to be proficient, understanding how to manage your funeral home with finances, and what the difference is if you just not necessarily charge more, but charge differently. Does that make sense?
0: That's absolutely awesome. Yeah, it makes total sense. And you know, I, I think you're right. There's a lot of people that talk. There's not a lot of action or recourse that comes with that talking. And uh, so you know, I, I think it's interesting to have this conversation as we're only two weeks ahead of ICCFA which is one of the largest conventions that funeral homes attend and you know a lot of these large conventions have deep educational tracks every single day but is is there value that's taken out of some of those educational tracks is it actual training it's more talking less hands-on so I'm, I'm curious to know from from The viewers of Funeral Nation, where do you get your actual training? Like, what is most valuable for you to continue to hone your craft, run your business, and learn about the things that actually make you better at doing your job and running your business? Uh, Where are you getting that information? Is it webinars? Is it hands on training? Is it, you know, are you getting value out of a lot of the state? conventions and, and micro conventions that, that happen around the country. And, you know, what, what does that landscape look at? Like, because, you know, Jeff, you and I run a, in a lot of the same circles in this profession on the convention circuit. And this seems to be a very, very popular topic that we have extensive conversations about. And it seems to be a need from even funeral homes that they're not getting what it is that they need to, to get actual real training to be able to do better. There's also a lack of um, the people at the top getting the right training, which everything in the business stems from the person at the top. So you know, just signing employees up for an educational track doesn't mean that they're getting actual training. Uh, so I, I think it's interesting. You know, where are you getting your value from?
1: Yeah, that's a really good point. And I believe there's a significant difference between training and education. I'll give you an example. I can get you to read how to juggle. Now you're educated, then hand you the balls.
0: <laughs> yeah. It
1: doesn't happen. Right. One of the things that I would love to see our profession do is for CEUs that there should be an exam or a test at the end in order to prove proficiency for what you attended. Because I go to the CEUs and see these things sometimes, and people are just sitting on their phones, they sign in, they pay a couple hundred bucks, they're asleep, and they move on. How is that actually helping the profession do better? And from a training standpoint, it's not that difficult. Unfortunately, it has to be intentional training that has meaning. And this comes from the leadership at the funeral home. You could take 15 to 30 minutes a day, not necessarily a day, in a day, twice a week, and train on the proficiency of something from arrangements to answering phones to something in the embalming room. Hey, you know what? How about driving? How to load a hearse? Mm. Uh, I just find it interesting that the uh, funeral profession trains none. Even pro baseball players take batting practice before every game. When was the last time at a funeral home that the owners trained through the proper way to do a funeral? When was the last time an owner sat in on arrangements, listening to what the proficiency and what their workers are doing? Then you'll know the need for training.
0: Very, 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 very true. So, great analogy. Like this is a conversation I think we'd go on and on with. And so let, let's try to keep it going in the comments of this. And you know, maybe this is a push funeral nation makes to. I love I love what you said about the the questions or the quiz that comes after CEUs because, man, I've been a part of some three hour CEUs where there's people there that are only there to get hours. And they're on their phones or they're asleep or they're st- just lost in la-la land out the window. So you're, you're exactly correct. But, you know, as long as they get that slip when they walk out the door, then it was like, you know, they learned it all. So
1: Tell me how that betters the industry.
0: It doesn't. It doesn't at all. You're exactly right. It
1: doesn't. It... So talking about bettering the industry, our friend Welton Hong at... Ring Ring Marketing has bettered the industry unequivocally, uh, and he made the phones ring, thus the Ring Ring. So let's run his promotion.
0: We're Ring Ring Marketing. We help funeral homes generate at least 10 more at-need calls per month. Our techniques help you dominate local search rankings and become the top choice for services in your area. We also proudly offer a 100% money-back guarantee. For a free copy of our book, visit www.funeralhomeprofits.com. Excellent. Well, this wraps up episode one forty-seven. is gl- I'm glad to have you back. Like going, going rogue on my own last, last week was, I just thought wasn't as fun.
1: Yeah. You know, fortunately we, we were able to get the interview in, but then, you know, duty calls. That's right. It just, when it gets crazy, it gets crazy. So, uh, but the thing is we don't miss is always relevant content that we're providing. So I'm excited. In fact, uh, I have a uh, new client in Texas who watches this show religiously and said he's learned so much and now he's ready to uh, sell his funeral home and gave me a call on Wednesday saying, you know, I watched it. I believe in what you guys are doing for the profession. I get it. Help me. So you and I are available to anybody that we can talk with them. And you know, this is a lonely profession. I'll say Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. because most funeral home owners can't call the other funeral home owners saying, gosh, we're just knocking it out. We're killing it. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Conversely, they can't call and say, oh my gosh, we're really struggling. So it's nice to have friends in the business that you can just call and talk and have those conversations with.
0: You got it. I love it, man. All right. Well, get back to your seminar and your hands-on actual training. Until next time, have a great effing week.
1: Out here.